0: Chapter 14, Passing the Torch. In chapter 13, we followed the Apostle Paul all the way till his imprisonment in Rome. We're just going to leave him there for a a few minutes and look at some other things that were happening at this same time period. The people who Jesus spoke to on the shores of the Sea of Galilee and said, come follow me. And, in other places, as you walk through the ancient world, these people who knew Jesus firsthand are reaching the end of their lives, and so um they begin to think and begin to behave in a way so as to pass the torch on to the next generation. I mean, it must have been an amazing period of time who who wouldn't have loved to live and be part of the church? In this early period, can you imagine what it would be like if Peter or Matthew or one of the others visited your town as they did travel around throughout this period of time? And I think we would have pulled out all the stops. We would have gathered all the little groups of Christians that meet in different homes and rent a big place or go to a big public place. meeting place and and spent hours and hours just listening to every word as they told the stories of of when Jesus did this or how Jesus taught that and see they didn't need the Gospels they didn't need the New Testament because they had the real thing they had the people uh, you might have been in a church in Ephesus or or uh Bria, or something like that and and maybe some woman who had been sitting on the hill when Jesus fed five thousand had you know married someone else and moved into your town and was now part of your church and and you could just have that all in the first hand kind of way, but they realized at this point in time that that period was gonna come to an end, and so some some things began to happen that I've labeled as passing the torch. So during this period of time, in the late 50s to early 60s, Mark sits down and writes his gospel. We believe it's the first gospel that was written and began to circulate around. Um, Mark is probably in Rome at this time, helping to establish the church in Rome, uh, probably before Paul even arrives there. And John Mark's gospel is generally believed to be Peter's account. So while Mark himself was not one of the, uh, the original apostles, uh He was a disciple of Peter, and uh it's 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 kind of believed that that Peter talked to Mark and maybe even dictated it, but in, in any account, that's kind of how scholars look at it and so it's 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 a first hand account written by a second hand, as it were. Uh, Mark presents Jesus as the suffering of God. Uh, kind of as the fulfillment of the Isaiah suffering servant prophecies, and are uh, not really sure who exactly he had in mind as the audience, but it, it, that probably means it was just the general church, uh, Jew Gentile everywhere. Uh, here's the account of of Jesus' life and what it means. Also, during this period of time, Matthew writes his gospel. Again, we don't know exactly when. It's not stated anywhere. There's no clues. But during the late 50s to early 60s, Mark would have written his gospel. I mean, Matthew would have written his gospel. It's believed that he was living in Antioch in Syria, the home base of the Apostle Paul. And it's pretty clear in Mark's gospel that he's addressing this to the Jews specifically, both the believing Jews and the non-believing Jews. Uh, the believing Jews to give them the full account so it can support the church throughout the coming generations. Uh, but to the unbelieving Jews, probably in the hopes that this detailed account of Jesus' life and how it fulfills the Old Testament prophecies about a king in David's line would uh, would convince them to come to know Jesus Christ. So Matthew presents Jesus as king of the Jews. It's also during this period of time that Luke writes his gospel. We can pinpoint this a little bit more clearly, probably in the year 60 or 61. Uh, he's writing from Rome, and uh, he's writing to Theophilus, and therefore Theophilus being a Gentile, to the Gentiles. Now just to understand Theophilus a little bit with Luke and uh, and Acts, uh, what was common in those days is a Patreon system. So someone who had influence, someone who had some wealth, would uh, would extend their own personal influence in the world by in a sense hiring or becoming a patron of people they really believed in to go out and do stuff so so Theophilus would have funded the research and travel of Luke to get this Gospel of Luke and book of Acts thing done uh, just to uh, put it into the into the records uh, for 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 the future and so uh, Luke writes to Theophilus and through through him to the Gentiles. And he shares the message of the good news of the kingdom of Jesus uh, as the incarnation of God on earth, the movement from Galilee to Jerusalem, and then the book of Acts from Jerusalem to, to Rome. and he really focuses on the humanity of Jesus, you know the details of the of the stable in Bethlehem and the, the little side conversations between Jesus and some of his disciples and uh, and so he really builds that up as as a uh, not to neglect or or put aside the 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 amazing prophetic fulfillment but that's not his focus. Uh he focuses more on the human side of Jesus Christ and that's one of the reasons why we still like Luke's story sometimes the best because it's it's that it has that kind of personal touch. And so these are some of the things that are happening during this time period. We we have to understand that that uh as as Christians we really should be students of history because there was a lot going on besides what's in your Bibles. Uh, just think about this. These people were visiting and telling these stories, and now they realize we better write them down. But then the book of Romans is already around and probably circulating from church to church as an authoritative source of, of understanding and theology. And and uh, now we have the Gospels coming out, and, and people would get those and hold on to them and then make copies for anyone who could read and pass them on to the next church and and so this was starting to build and and we also understand that the different people uh apostles had traveled east uh through through maybe to India north into Africa i mean north up into into Europe and and into Spain and 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 this was happening all around uh the book of acts gives us a particular segment of what was happening but the history books can tell us so much more of what god was doing in the world throughout this time but here we have uh, the, the laying down of the essential truths and experiences of those who were with Jesus. And they're laying it out and saying, the, you know, of all the things that we knew and saw and heard, these are the ones, these are the stories, these are the accounts that need to be passed on throughout the generations in order to, uh, to keep, keep the movement of Jesus Christ on earth going strong in this world. So that was all going on during this time period. And so then in the next chapter, we're going to pick up Paul's story again.